We know that only an Asua who marries a Kayin, i.e. after Chuppah, is allowed to eat Truma, but an Arusa is not allowed to. Although in Atira, an Arusa should be able to eat Truma, the Rabbanan answered it because they were afraid that in the excitement of the moment she would give some Truma to her brothers and sisters who can't eat Truma because of Yisraelim. According to Ben Bagbag, an Arusa can't eat Truma because of a chashash of Simpain. The husband might find a mum in her, which would cause the Kedushan to have been a Mekachtais, and she would have been usher to eat Truma lemafreya. Beishamay holds for Kedushin, you need a dinner, since a woman finds it embarrassing to take less than that. But according to Beishilil, even a Shavapruta is enough. Beishamay holds that the minimum amount of money required for Kedushin is a dinner. Reb Zeira, however, says that, in fact, Beishamay actually agrees with Beishil that any time the woman indicates her willingness to become a Kudeshis for only a Pruta, such as an ordinary case of Kedushin, where she herself accepts Kedushin money, a Pruta suffices to affect the Kedushin. He says that Beishameh was only referring to a case, such as, for example, a Kedushin that took place in the dark of the night, where the woman cannot see how much money the man is giving her. In such a case, Beishameh requires a dinar because he assumes that ordinarily a woman would not agree to Kedushin for less than a dinar. Sefer Al-Adaf brings down the Ra'am and the Mari Mints, who both rule that a divorce cannot be executed at night. The Ra'am bases this on a Gemara in Yuvamis, Tafkuf Dalet, that says that a chalitza cannot be done at night, and the Ra'am likens a get to chalitza in this regard. The Ramah in Eben Ezer, Semen Kufchof Gimel, Sifhei, Chulchan cites this opinion and rules accordingly that the chadchila, preferably, one should not execute a divorce at night. Moreover, the Ra'am questions whether a kedushin may be performed at night. He suggests that since the Gemara is Makish Havayel Yetziah, compares the halachas of Gitin to kedushin, therefore, perhaps a kedushin must only be performed only by day, just as in his opinion, a get must be executed only by day. Rabbi Akiva Eger accordingly says that it's preferable to perform Kedushin only during the daytime wherever possible. Furthermore, the Knesset HaGdoyle writes that in deference to this opinion, he discontinued the practice of nighttime marriages in his town. The Sefer Get Pashat, however, is vexed with the Ram's suggestion that Kedushin may not be performed at night. He says that these Gemaras are clear proof to the validity and permissibility of a Kedushin done at night. The Gemara says when it comes to Mamanis, in order to be Mechuyev Ashvua, for Maideb Mikzas, the denial must be at least Shtei Kasef. Others hold just one Pruta is enough to be Mechuyev Ashvua. The five slam of Pidyan Aben, the money paid for damages and the money paid for being Maitzi Shemra, must be paid with Shekel HaKaydash, i.e. Kasef Tsuri, or 25 Shkalom, is equal to one Mana Tsuri. Dafir Beis. Rava says the reason Beishame requires that Kedushin must be at least a Diner, and a pruta is not enough, is because shalayiyeh benais Yisrael kehefker. Beis Hill holds, the amount needed for Kedushin is a shava pruta. Rabbi Yisif says, that this is equivalent to whatever the value of the smallest coin in that generation is in the particular place we're talking about. In other words, it varies depending on the time and the place. Abaya says, it's a specific fixed amount for all generations. Echad mishmeina be'isar ha'italki, which is how the Mishnah refers to it. There are 192 prutas in a dinar of kesef. The Rif, the Rambam, and the Rush bring a Kabbalah that says that Bizman Hazeh, the shear of a Shava Pruta, is equal to the value of Mishkal Chatsi Sa'ira Kesef Tsaruf, pure silver that weighs the same as a half a grain of barley. And the shear of Shava Pruta is the value of what that silver is worth. So a Shava Pruta will vary depending on the current price of silver. Therefore, a Dinar Kesef is equal to 192 times a half of a Sa'ira, 
and the shear of chamesh slayim needed for pinyon aben is equal to 1,920 times a half a grain, grain of barley of silver. In the Sefer Midais Umishkales Shaltera, the author brings many achreinim to contemporize this shear. A kadei sa'ira is approximately 30 grams of silver to 50 milligrams, and the shear for pinyon aben would be 60 to 100 grams of pure silver. Shmuel says, if a man was Makadish a woman with one date, meaning a tamar date, not a date date, even if an entire kur was worth less than a shavapruta, so kal shekain, one date was worth less than a shavapruta, or chayshish for kedushin, since in madai, where dates are hard to find, one date may be worth more than a shavapruta. Chayshinen shem shavapruta b'madai. The Gemara says anything that has to do with erva, if you want to officially establish facts, you need two edim, since we say that ein davr shav erva pachas mishnayim. If a man gave a woman a twig, which is worth less than a Shavapruta, and he gave it to her in the marketplace, Rav used to give Malkus, since he held Kedushin in a marketplace is Zilzul Kedushin. But he also required a Get, since he was Chayshish for the Halacha of Shmuel, but the twig, even though it seems to be worth less than a Shavapruta, it may be worth more than a Shavapruta in some place in the world. Chayshinen Shem Shavapruta B'madai. He also used to give Malkus to anyone who did Kedushin with Bia, because this was considered like Pritzus. Also, he gave Malkus to someone who would be Makadish without a Shidduch, as he referred to it. Shidduch means first one should have an engagement period, then get married. But if one got married without an engagement period, in other words, they met each other, and immediately they just went and got married, this is considered like priestess. He also gave Malkus, if a man sent a shliach to give a get, changed his mind, and then didn't take the get back, because this could cause problems. He also gave Malkus, if a person had a cheram on him, and didn't rectify the issue within 30 days. And finally, Malkus was given if a husband and wife lived by her parents, because they were afraid of an, an illicit relationship. In Aharda, they said that all of, his, all of these halachas didn't apply, but Rav only gave Malkus if one both married a woman in a shuk and did it without a shidduch. If a man gives a woman a shtar kedushin, even if she doesn't say that she accepts it, we say shtika kahayda, and the kedushin is chal. However, if he gives her a pikadin, then he says to her, Harayat Mekudeshesli, she isn't Mekudeshes if she's quiet. She was quiet later on. First she got the thing. Then she was quiet. When Rav Asi was nifter, they reviewed all of his halachas so they wouldn't be forgotten. Rabbi Yaakov said, the same way a woman can't be acquired for Kedushin, for less than a Shavapruta, so too Karka can't be acquired for less than a Shavapruta. Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel said, Anyone who doesn't know the halachas of Gitin and Kedushin well shouldn't be Isaac in Paskening, in Hayra, in Paskening, these kinds of Shilas. In Shulchan Arach, Evan Ezer, Simon Memtes, Sif Gimel, the Mechavah brings down this halacha. But the Achreinim point out that if someone isn't a Baki in Kedushin, he can still be a Masader Kedushin, since Sidre Kedushin is not really Hayra, as long as he knows the procedure. However, to be a Masader Get, one must be a Baki, since inevitably there's a lot of Hayra involved in it. Ravasi says, anyone who isn't a Bucky and getting in Kedushin who deals with it will bring problems to the world greater than those experienced by the Dorha Mabel. Since the Mabel only had Eshazish, but the Lachas of Mamzeris didn't exist yet. Today a bad get can lead not only to Isure Eshazish, but can also lead to Mamzeris. From the Pasuk in Hesheah, we learn that swearing falsely, murdering, stealing, and adultery brings blood to the world, and the world mourns. This is Hesheah Perakdalat. Shmuel holds that the halacha of shibud is not a halacha minatara. Shibud means a lien on property which is held as a mortgage. This is only if it's done about peh, but if it's done in writing, he would agree that it's midaraisa. Rabbi Yechanan says, it's midaraisa even if it was done just as a milva al peh. And if he dies, the malva can be gaiva from the property that the yarshim inherited. 
the halacha is that milva al is graver from Yarshim, but not from the kuchais, not from people who bought it. Since there's no kol when there was no shtar. So an unsuspecting buyer won't know there was a shibut on it and end up buying it when if he would have known there was a shibut, he wouldn't have bought it at all. And finally, if a man dies without children, his wife cannot marry anyone else until she does yibam or chalitza to the brother of her deceased husband. A yavama is only acquired through bia. We learn this from the Pasuk of Yavama Yavoy Aleha. A Yavama cannot be acquired via Kesef or Shtar. However, if the Yavam does Chalitza, she then becomes Muteres Lekal Yisrael. When Chalitza is done, the Dayanim who do it must only be Dayane Yisrael, but cannot be Gerim. And when the Chalitza is done, everyone screams out Chalutz Hanal. And it must be done exactly as the Torah says, since the Pasuk says, Kacha Yeyasa Leish. Should point out that she can also become free if the yavam dies. About chalitza, they must use a shoe which fits properly on the yavam, but it doesn't have to be his shoe, it can belong to someone else. The Mishnah. As background, a Jew can become an Evid Ivri in one of two ways. Number one, as we learn in Parshish Mishpatim, he stole something and doesn't have the money to pay it back, so he can be sold as an Evid Ivri to pay for the Geneva. This is referred to as Machruhu Bezdin. The second way we see from Parshas Bahar, if a man becomes very poor and sells himself as a slave, this is called machar atzmai. An amma a woman, can only become a slave if her father sold her before age 12. And the Mishnah says, an evid ivri can be niknis either via kesef or shtar, and he can acquire himself back after shanim, i.e. worked for six years, by yavil, or girayin kesef, he redeems himself by paying back the difference between the full six-year price minus the years he already worked. An Amevriya can buy herself back via these factors or by bringing Shnei Simanim, i.e. once she becomes a Nara, she can go free. A Nirza, someone who became an Eved for a lifetime, an Eved Ivri who wants to stay after six years, is Nikna Vayaritzia, boring a hole in his ear on a door, and he becomes free when Yoival comes or if the Baal dies. In this case, Yarshim are not Yerush, versus a case of a six-year Eved Ivri, where Yarshim do inherit the Eved Ivri. And the Gemara says, there are three Parshias in the Torah regarding Eved Ivri. Number one in Bahar, Ki Achicha, where he sells himself due to poverty. And from this we learn that an Eved Ivri leaves, in this case, in Yavil. The other two Parshias are Mishpatim and Re'eh. There are four halachas we learn, both of these Parshias are discussing the union of Machruhu Bezdin. The four halachas are the fact that he works for six years. Number two, the halacha of shivcha knanis. Number three, the halacha of ritzia, that they bore a hole in his ear if he wants to stay longer term. And number four, hanaka, that he can buy himself back. From the word v'yavodcha, we learn that in certain cases, if the owner dies, the yarshim do not yarshim the right to use this evid as a slave. Taftesvav. Bliezer says, we learn that Ritzia is done on the right ear of the Evid, from Gzeir Shava of Eisen Eisen from Mitzayra. Rabbi Nassim learns that if Ruvain owns Shimon's money, and Shimon owes Levi money, Levi can come and collect money directly from Ruvain. From the Pasuk of Vishaftem Ish Elachuzasai, we learn that in Yevil all things go back to where they belong, whether it be a field or an Evid Nirza. When a Jew becomes a slave to a guy, he can be redeemed one of three ways, Gula Satzmai, Geulas Kreivim, or Geulas Acherim. It's a machlekes between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yisiaglili. If by Geulas Kreivim, he goes out 100% free, or he becomes Meshubed 
to go to work for the Jewish relative who redeemed him until Yaivo. It depends if they darshan the psukim like Mikra Nidrash Lafanov or Mikra Nidrash Laachraf. According to the Chachamim, in all cases, the Evid Ivri goes 100% free. Daftazayin. We learn that an Evid Ivri can be Niknis via Ashtar from the Pasuk in Shmais of Imacheres Yikachle. We have a Hekish with Acheres, that he is Niknis with Shtar. When a Ger dies without children, his Nechassim become Hefker, so the only way to make a Kenyan on them is via Chazaka. We learn that an Evid Ivri becomes free after six years, because the Pasuk in Shmais Chafalov says, Sheishanim Tavit Uvashviz. If an owner wants to let an Evid go free, he must write a Shtar Shichra, and he just can't say, go free, i.e. he can't just be Meichel. Because we say, Rav Shem Machal al Girainai, Ein Girainai Machal. A boy who was nine years old, who brings Shnei Simanim, two hairs which would point to maturity, this isn't called maturity. Rabbi Yehuda says, it may be good Simanim. All agree, though, that a boy from age 13 and a girl from age 12, if they bring Simanim, they're considered Gedailim. So Simanim are called a Dover Shieshla Kitzvah since they have a fixed beginning time. From the Pasuk of Vihisnachaltem, by Yikra Chafei, we remember that if a man dies, the rights he had in his daughter's Masiyadayim do not get passed via Yerusha to his sons. Tafyudzayim. Hanaka, the refund to the Evan, can only be given if the owner actually sends him out or he went out legally, i.e. the owner died. But if he ran away, he cannot get the money. Taisu says once an Evid works for three years, he technically has completed the term of Shnas Socher. The Gemara discusses whether an Evid Ivri, who takes an extended sick leave, can nevertheless go free at the end of a six-year term, or he has to remain as an Evid to make up for the lost time. The Gemara, in conclusion, says that the maximum paid sick leave that an Evid can take is three years. But if he is sick for more than three years, he's liable to make up for his missing work. The Chuvis Maimon and Hilchas Avadim is one is of the opinion that the sick leave guidelines laid down by Argamara with regard to an Evid are to be equally applied to ordinary employees as well. Hence, he rules that if, for example, a teacher was hired for a year and was out sick for half the term or less, he's committed to make up the time. Taisu says that Argamara's sick leave allowance only applies to an Evid, but an ordinary employee is never entitled to paid sick leave, as we see in the Gemara in Bab Metziah, Dafayan Zion. He explains that a master is required to sustain the loss resulting from his Evid's illness because the Evid is Gufai Kanoi, belongs in his entirety to his master, and therefore the Evid's illness is his master's quandary, and the master must suffer the loss. However, an ordinary employee who is only hired for a specific job does not belong to his employer, and therefore is responsible for his own illness, and his employer doesn't have to pay him for unworked time. Ramirez says, when the Evid goes free, you're supposed to give a sheer Hanaka of at least 15 slam. Rabbi Yehuda says the shear is 30, 30 slam. We learn this from Evid. Rabbi Shimon says 50 slam. A sela, by the way, is equal to a shekel. This halacha 50 slam that Rabbi Shimon says is learned from Erechen. Rabbi Yehuda says only 30, not 50, since if you have a choice of Gzera Shavas, learn the lower one. Since tafasta meruba lay tafasta, tafasta muat tafasta. From Tsain Gairen Viyakev, in Parshish Re'e, which is a klal uprat uklal, we learn that Hanukkah must be given from something that has bracha, i.e. living things. Rabbi Shimon says, this excludes money, which isn't alive. Blazer ben Yaakov says, money can be used, since a good investment also has the ability to reproduce and grow via dividends, appreciation, etc. The exclusion in this Pasuk is for Kalim. If an Evid Ivri whose owner dies, and he leaves a son, the Evid Ivri works for him. But if he left a daughter, he doesn't work for her. 
There are numerous differences between an Evid Ivri and an Oma Ivriya. For example, an Evid goes out after six years and with Mises Habal, Masha'in came by Oma Ivriya. And an Oma goes out with Simanim. And that Bezin compels her family to redeem her from slavery. Masha'in came in Evid. The Gemara explains that an Evid Ivri's family is not compelled to redeem him because there's no assurance that the Evid won't just resell himself again and again at their expense. Therefore, since the family's efforts at redeeming the slave may prove futile, we do not compel his family to redeem him. However, the Gemara explains that with regard to an Amma, there is no concern that after being redeemed, she will be resold again into slavery. Because this Brisa holds like Rip Shimon, who maintains that a father does not have the jurisdiction to retail, resell his daughter a second time. A master of an Amma Ivriya, if he wants, can do Yid, i.e. can take her as a wife by simply saying, Hareat Mikudashasli, or Hareat Muyadasli. It's a question if this Yud creates Erosin or Nesuin. The obvious Nafkaminas would be by Yerusha, if he can be made for her Nadarim, or if he's a Kayan, if he can be Matama for her. Of course, if the Nesuin is considered like Nesuin, they're much further along, so for example, a Kayan would be able to be Matama for her, but if it's considered like Erosin, he would not be able to be Matama for her. Thumar asks, can an Evid be Yaid his son to an Amma Ivriya if he is a cotton? Well, the answer is no. <clears throat> Since Amar Yud can only be done with a Gadol. A Yid can only be done at Midas, with both people's knowledge and consent, but of course cannot be done with a cotton. Rava says a man can say to his daughter who is a Katana, you can go out and accept Kedushan on your own from whoever you want. Since if he can do it for her, he can give her a shus to do it for herself. Amar asks, how do we make mitzvahs Yid? Where answers, he says to her in front of two witnesses, Harayat Mikudashasli, even if he does it at the end of the six years of servitude, just before Shkia, it's good. And she goes from being an Amma to being his wife. But according to Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Yehuda, there must be enough time left in the day for her to work for him a shear of a Shavapruta. This is a mushal of a man says to a woman, marry me after 30 days to be Chal Me'achshav, and in between another man is Mekadashar, a different man is Mekadashar. She still becomes married to the first man. If a person sold his daughter to another man as an Amma on the condition that that man wouldn't be Miyayad to her, the Kedushin is good. According to the Chachamim, the new man can still do Yid if he wants to anyway, since man number one was Masna al-Masha Kasuv Batayra. The Taira gave man number two the right to do Yid, so if number one made this Tanai that he can't do Yid, the Tanai is Batal, since call Misha Masna al-Masha Kasuv Batayra, Tanai Batal. I, what if a man says, Harat Mikudeshus Li Almanas, that I don't have to give you She'era Ksusviyayna, I don't have to give you food, clothing, and marital relations, then it is good. I, but he was Masna al Masha Kasubatira. My answer is, since according to Rabbi Yehuda, at least the first two, She'era and Ksus, she can be Meichalan. That would be not, that would, that would not be called Masna, masna al Masha Kasubatira. Masha'enka, a person, a woman, cannot be Meichal on the Aina part. Tafcha. If a father can sell his daughter as an Amma to crave him to relatives who cannot have Tfisis Kedushin, since you're not allowed to marry a relative, i.e., he's being Mavatal, the Mitzvah of Yid, because now that he sells um, her to crave him, Mitzvah Yid is impossible because they can't possibly marry her. The Chavim say he cannot sell her, Rabbi Yezra says he can. From the Pasuk of Begapai Yavoy Begapai Yetzeh, we learn that an Eved comes in by himself to slavery with no wife, if he comes in that way, then he goes out by himself without a wife. If a man sold himself for 100 zuz to a guy, and his value went up to 200 zuz at the time of his redemption, so from Kesef Miknasai, we learn that the buyer pays for him based on the original value, on the 100 zuz. And then he pays only in proportion of what's left in his servant term of six years. For example, if he worked for five years, 
he would be sold for one-sixth of the 100 zuzim. A manna, by the way, is equal to 100 zuzim. This would end up being 17 zuzim, which is one-sixth of the 100. One day Abayah said, I'm like Ben Azai in the marketplace of Tveria. What he meant was is that he's ready and willing to answer any and all questions that any of the Talmudim had on that day. So they asked him this question of high value versus low value Evan, that his value went up over a period of time that we had before. He passed in Lohakel that we used the lower original value that he was worth when he became the Evan. When one owns an Evan, he must treat the Evan as well as he treats himself, i.e. he must give him the same food and drink. So this is sort of like what they said, call ha-kaina evet ivri, ke-kaina adain Any person who was kaina and evet ivri, it's like he got a master for himself. It's a little bit of, a, of an exaggeration, but what it means is he's like an equal to him. So he has to give him food and drink and so on, as if the same type of stuff that he was eating. Rabbi Yisib Rabchanina said, come and see even how strict the lightest avera of shviyas is. This is called the afka shel shviyas, dust of shviyas, even the smallest part of shviyas. If a person does business with perish shviyas, he'll become poor. We learn this because the Parsha of Shemitah and Yevil is put next to the Parsha of Metaltalan. I.e., since he's going to become poor for having Mavatal, the mitzvah of Shemitah, he'll have to then sell Metaltalan. Rafuna said once a person does an Avera once and he repeats the Avera again, it becomes Mutter to him. In other words, what this means is it'll become Nasis Loi Keheter. He'll feel like it's already Mutter, and therefore it'll be difficult for him to do Tshuva because to him it's not even Avimisar anymore once he starts to do it many times. A Ger Tzedek is a full Ger. Agar Taishav is a guy who isn't Oyved Avaydazar, but keeps the Sheva Mitzvahs of Benayach. The Gemara says if someone sells a stay Achuza, one which he inherited from his forefathers, which we learned from the Pasuk in, in Vayikra, Perakafe, his relative can come and redeem it, or he can even redeem it himself automatically if he gets rich. This is called Geula. He wants to redeem it, the person who had bought it from him is Mechuyev to sell it back to him. But this halacha of return only applies if he has enough money to redeem the entire field, not half the field. Since we know, ain nigal If someone sells a house in a walled city, can he redeem half of the house if he has half the money? Or he can only redeem the full house because of the Pasuk of Steachuza, which tells us, we mentioned before, that ain nigal lechatsoyim. When it finally comes to a conclusion that he can only buy the whole one, not half. If a person doesn't have a gail, someone to redeem him, i.e. a relative, it becomes a chiv for his closest relative to be the gail. This is called geulas kreivim. This is the shita of Rebel Yezer. Yeshua says this isn't a chia for the closest relative, but rather it's a rishos. Why does the Pasuk say yigalena three times? Our answer is that all geulas must be done in the same way. The closest relative has the chiv to be the first one to do the mitzvah. But steachuza, according to Rabbi Yeshua, is only a rishos. That's how we paskin. Evet ivri, animkar la'akav, that's a chayv. And so on and so forth. If an evet ivri wants to stay more than six years, we pierce his ear by the door. This is called nirza. And he stays on as an Eved, as the Pasuk says, Li'olam. What this means is he stays on as an Eved until Yoival. Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda says the mitzvah of Marzea can be done with any piercing instrument that can be taken in the hand, even if it's a sharp piece of wood. Rebbe says it can be taken with any instrument, but it must be an instrument which is made out of metal. Yudan Beribi, who was the Gadol Hador, used to darshan that the Ritzia is made in the earlobe. The Chachamim say, we make the Ritzia in the higher part of the ear where there is cartilage. There are two similar rules that we have. Klalu prat, klalu pratu klal, and then riboy miut, riboy miut, or riboy umiut, or riboy. Klalu prat excludes everything except a specific item in the prat. Riboy umiut is mamayat something which isn't similar to the general explanation. So here Rebbe learns a klalu pratu klal, that it's metal only. Rebbe Yaisi learns that the, he learns a riboy umiut, or riboy, that even non metal is good. 
By a klal uplat or klal, we include only things that are similar to the prat, i.e. metal here. By a riboy, miut, uriboy, we include all things for the marzea, except a sam, medicine, which could be potentially used to bore a hole. It has to at least be an instrument that bores a hole. But sam is what the exclusion is. If an ever every kayan wants to become a mirza, we're afraid to do ritzia, since then he'll become a balmum. So we don't do ritzia on a kayan ever every, although he can work for the basic six years, but he can't continue to work beyond that because then he would become a balmum. I can as Evid Ivri Kayan marry a Shifha Knanis. Rab says he can. Shmuel says he cannot, since a Kayan has special mitzvahs, and it wouldn't be right for an owner to marry him off to a Shifcha Knanis. And we paskin like Rav. The Tyre in Parshish Kiseitse teaches us the halacha of Yafas Tyre, that if someone sees a captive who is beautiful, one can take her to his home, after 30 days she can become a Gieris, and then he can marry her. The question is, is a Kayan allowed to take a Yafas Tyre? More answers for the Biri Shaina, everyone agrees that a Kayan can, since we must placate his Yetzirah, i.e., he might be bail her anyways if the Torah wouldn't be matter him to do this. But to live with her for the rest of his life, Rab says this is Mutter also. Why? Since once she's Mutter for Biri Shaina, then she stays Mutter. But Shmuel says it's Aser, since she's a Gieris, and a Gieris is not allowed to marry a Kayan. So for the Biri Shaina, it's okay, since we have to placate the Yetzirah. But for Bias and for living further on later on beyond that, that's Aser. In order for the mitzvah of Ritzia to apply, he must specifically, the Evan must specifically say, two different times. What if he loves his master, but his master doesn't love him, or vice versa? Then there is no mitzvah of Ritzia, since it must be a two-way street. From Kitayvlach Imach, we learn that the Evan must get the same quality food, drink, and sleeping quarters as you, the owner. In addition, the owner must provide food for the Evan's children, and for the Evid's wife, just like he must provide food for the Evid himself. And finally, we pierce the ear of this Evid Nirza next to the door. Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai was Deirish, the Indian of Evid Nirza, as a story with a lesson to be learned. He asked, of all parts of the body, why was the ear chosen as where we bore a hole for the Evid Nirza? He answers, since HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, that ear that heard at Har Sinai, ki li b'nei Yisrael avadim, b'nei Yisrael are avadim to me not meant to be avadim la avadim. And this Evid went after six years with an opportunity to go free and requested to remain an Evid. That's why we pierce his ear, because he was the one that heard in Har Sinai that he wasn't supposed to do this. And Rabbi Shimon ben Rabbi used to ask, why are the door and the doorpost chosen as the place to do the boring of the hole? Why not somewhere else? He answers, since Hashem said, the Delas and the Mezuzah were the witnesses in Mitzrayim, when I took out, Klal Yisrael me avdus lecheres, and said, ki li b'nei Yisrael avadim. And this Evid went, and was kind of liatzmai. His ear should be pierced in your presence. The next tape we will be Ezra Sashem begin from the Mishnah, but at this point we will conclude our share.